What's up, rap stars? We're super excited for you guys to tune in this week. This week, we're dropping four info bombs and nuggets for you on how you can go out and generate free listings, okay? They're all around you, so tune in, listen in, listen all the way to the end. This is a great episode with very actionable items, and it's not going to cost you anything but your effort. What's up, rap stars? This is your host, Romeo Santos, co-host Kenny Fulton. Kenny, how are you? Going great, brother. How are you? Good, man. I'm loving the jean shirt, man. You're getting ready for the Super Bowl, <laughs> bringing back back in the day when we were in school, listening to Dr. Dre and Snoop Dogg, I see, right? That's right. That's right. That's what's up. That's what's up. My favorite new trending TikTok is that uh, on the Super Bowl halftime show, all the kids are going to find out who their parents really are. <laughs> I haven't seen that one yet. That's funny. That's I got to still do a TikTok around that one. That's going to be right. fun. All right. Well, listen, let's get serious. So we're here to talk about a very, very serious matter today. Yep. Something... Yep that if agents don't figure it out, they might find themselves back in another industry that they left to jump into real estate, or they might find themselves leaving real estate after a long time being in real estate. And what are we talking about today, Kenny? Listings, finding listings. Listings. Listings is the name of the game. I mean, the statistic came out last week that there were 270,000 listings in the entire United States. Right. To put that in perspective, there are 1.6 million realtors. That's not just licensed real estate agents. That's just those that are subscribed to NAR and are actually considered realtors. There, I believe, is a stat that it's about 1.75 million licensed real estate agents out there. Mm, wow. Wow. So we're talking about one house for every six and a half, seven real estate agents. Yeah. Okay. Now, we're not going to toot our own horn here, but we're going to toot our own horn here a little bit. Um, our team was just announced in the top what? 5%. Top 5% in our region. Okay. So that's out of over 25,000 real estate agents. Right. Okay. So that means we take some listings, right? Yeah. So then Thank what you. the hell are the rest of these agents doing? Riding the wave and, uh, you know, it's, it's come to a stop, you know, a, a very fast stop. I think today they just announced that rates are back in the fours for the first time. Yes, sir. So for, you know, those of us who you know, are heavier on the buyer side than the listing side, you know, you know, that means an even greater challenge, you know, for, for your buyers. So just for the survival of our businesses, you know, we have to focus on getting the listings. Yeah, for sure. And so, you know, I'm a little bit fired up about this one. I've been spending a lot of time with us and our team talking about this and the different strategies. And so what I want to do is I want to actually share some actionable items that agents can do today to really get their things going, to really start to generate some listings. And I want to change the paradigm. I want to have a paradigm shift in their minds about what it is that they're getting up and doing every day. Okay. So agents, wake up and listen to this episode, please. Okay. Because this is going to affect your business in a really profound way if you do it and you put it into action. And also if you're struggling at all to help people, well, then, then, then this is something again that you need to listen to. So first and foremost, if you're not transacting as a real estate agent, ladies and gentlemen, I hate to break it to you, but you're actually unemployed. How do you get paid Kenny in a real estate world? Closing deals. Closing deals. Can you close deals if you're not transacting? No. Awesome. Now, Kenny, do you have any buyers? Yeah. Yeah. 
Bars like one or two, or you got like, you know, 30. a pocket full 30, 30. Yeah. Okay. So you can like throw a pebble and hit a buyer. That's like pre-approved, ready to go. Wants to buy a house in the next 30, 60, 90 days. Correct. That's right. Okay. So should anybody be focusing any effort on getting buyers? No, not right now. Yet. Isn't that what almost everybody is doing? Yeah. All right. So let's talk about some things that you can actually do people. Okay. Cause I know what everybody's saying right now, but there's no inventory. Nobody's selling their house. They're afraid about where they might want to go. They they're, they're concerned about this, that, and the other is our job to help them peddle their own fear and to substantiate their fear or to be their consultant and help them around that fear and through that fear. Yeah, help them find solutions to their problem. Yeah. We're real estate problem solvers. We're not real estate salespeople. We don't sell houses to people. They either want to buy the house or they don't want to buy the house. We're problem solvers and also matchmakers, right? All right. So let's talk about some things that we've been doing that we're already starting to see results from even our brand new agents on the team. Okay. First and foremost is a little something called reverse prospecting. Kenny, what's a reverse prospecting? So reverse prospecting, um, uh, even if you haven't done it before, you've probably seen evidence of it. Uh, which is where, let's say that you have a buyer and the buyer is having a problem finding a property that, you know, maybe they have the budget, you know, but they've been making offers and they've been getting beat out every time mm -hmm. they make an offer. Um, you can focus on the market that they want to be in. So like, let's say it's a neighborhood in Columbia and I know they want to live in, you know, in Longreach, um, uh, but they just can't find the right property or they can now bid. Mm -hmm. What we can do is we can use the tools that we have available to us as agents uh, through the MLS, and we can find people who in the past have attempted to sell their home, but were unsuccessful for whatever reason. And through reverse prospecting, we can reach out to them. Now, they can't have a current um, uh, contract with an agent, so you don't want to find somebody who has an active listing right. or something that's too fresh where you know their listing agreement might still be in effect. But something that's old and expired, um, you know, you could take liberty to reach out to that person because, you know, at one point they had an interest in selling and they still haven't sold and you can reach out to them. Yeah, 100 percent. I mean, quite simply said, reverse prospecting is when you have a client, you then go look for the other counterpart to their client. So if you've got buyers, you're reverse prospecting, you're looking for sellers that you can help help your buyers buy their house. That's exactly what it is. Well, there's a couple of things that happen when you do that. OK, first and foremost, you're providing value for your buyer. OK, if you're sitting around and you're waiting for your buyer to find a house on the MLS, you are not doing them the most justice you possibly can. I get it. We're all busy and we have things to do. And maybe we're afraid to call people or whatever it might be. But at the end of the day, you've got to get outside of the box today. So by reverse prospecting, let's say that one, two, three, four Main Street is a house that your buyer just lost out on. And it's the house the fourth or fifth house that they've lost out on, or it can be the first, second house. It doesn't really matter. Yeah. You can drop a pin in your MLS and search all the expired, canceled, withdrawn properties. You can then check to see if they actually indeed did ever sell maybe in a different listing. And if they didn't sell, that's right. You can utilize the resources and tools. In our MLS, it's Remind, which is going to go away, and HomeSnap is going to take that over, but that doesn't matter. That's not for our conversation today. But you can use those tools, get the contact information for that seller and do exactly what Kenny just said. You can call them and say, hey, Kenny, how you doing, man? It's Romeo Santos with Livian. And I wanted to give you a call today because my client just lost out on their fourth house right next door to you at 1234 Main Street. And I noticed that you tried to sell your house three years ago. And for whatever reason, you didn't sell. Is that accurate? Yeah. Great. 
So what I want to do today, Kenny, is I want to play matchmaker. I want to match you with my client and I want to benefit you as well, because guess what? Two years ago, you were going to sell for about $30,000 less than you could sell for today. Would it be a problem for you if I made everybody's life easy and I brought a buyer that was pre-qualified, ready to go, that would buy your house and you didn't have to stage it, get pictures, clean up, do anything. All you had to do is then go out and find your house. If you do that, it'd be awesome. That would be awesome, right? Value, people, value, make things easy. What's one of the best campaigns that Staples ever, ever had? Uh, the easy button. The easy button. What do we want as human beings? Make life easier for us. Make life easy. Instacart, bring me my food. DoorDash, bring me my food, right? TaskRabbit, go do this for me. Go do that for me. Um, uh, virtual assistants, schedule my Valentine's dinner for me. You name it. Every service is out there to make life easier for you. And we're gobbling it up like crazy as Americans. Yeah. As a world, really, but as Americans, for sure. Yeah. We got to find ways to make things easier. One of the really cool features uh, through mine, it was the, uh, the sales score, mm. you know, which tells you the likelihood of somebody in that neighborhood selling. So it really makes it easy to sort out yeah. um, which properties that you should focus on. Um, how they come across that, you know, probably Google. I'm sure they're watching everything that we do. And maybe you've started to look at things online and like, hey, this person might be interested. But mm -hmm. um, that's a really great way to kind of start to drive up some conversation. And um, using these kind of tools, is, it's, it's, you know, it's not going to be foolproof. You're not going to be able to just look at it immediately and say, hey, your house, you know, is worth this. Might have to do a little bit more digging. Right. Uh, but at least giving somebody uh, uh, some historical data, like you said, you know, prices in this neighborhood are 50,000, you know, yeah. than they were last year. Um, that's something that you can do as a teaser and really start to motivate them. And you're telling the truth. You really do have somebody who um, is interested in their neighborhood. You might be able to bring them in, you know, before right. that home gets on the market. And now for your buyer, not only are you potentially getting a listing. So let's say it's not for your buyer. You're still left with somebody now that you know is looking to sell. You develop some rapport and you've proven that you're different and you're willing to go above and beyond what other agents are going to do in order to get their listings. So if somebody else is calling them you know, at the same time, it's like, well, this person actually was bringing me some solutions, gave me some valuable information, has developed some rapport versus, you know, our older strategy, which would have been, hey, um, you know, my name is Kenny. Uh, are you thinking about selling your home? You know, That's like, right. no, click. Yep. Uh, it's, it's a much different conversation and you're, you're bringing real value. And, and my favorite part is you are telling the truth, you know, because right, right now we are all overloaded with buyers. Um, we're struggling to help them to find properties. Um, as rates continue to go up, that's going to change their budgets as well. Um, we're finding more on the seller side. I, I used to never really like the whole seller's market and buyer's market, you know, um, uh, terminology. But right now, it's so uh, shifted to the seller side to where it's really difficult for a buyer. And now we're starting to see sellers come to market and say, as is, uh, mm -hmm. waive um, inspections, um, waive uh, financing contingencies, waive appraisal. Like, but there's somebody still out there who can meet you know, that criteria. 100%. So it makes it really challenging for your average family to, to compete in that environment. 100%. And listen, I, I hope everybody picked up on a couple of key words that Kenny said while he was um, talking us through that. He said, different. You're going to be different if you do this. He said, provide solutions, problem solving, right? He said, value, okay? And honesty. 
right? Those core four, those core four items right there, if you can do that on a regular basis, you're going to find yourself with a very successful, very healthy business. Okay. All right. So that's the first thing. Okay. The second thing that you people can do out there, sorry, I don't mean to say you people, all you real estate agent professionals out there can do is you can utilize the information that is at your fingertips. And again, provide value to your past clients. Kenny, have you ever sold any houses to any people? Okay. Do you think any of them have new equity in their house that they may not realize? Yeah, absolutely. Do you think if they knew that they had that equity and that if we shared that with them, that it might be enough of a catalyst to spark them to at least begin thinking about what they might be able to do with that equity, like absolutely. sell and buy a bigger house? Mm -hmm. Right. Um, I saw a statistic that the average American saw in the last 12 months a 50 $4,000 appreciation in their house. Wow. That's, that's pretty huge. Yeah. Right. That's pretty huge. $50,000 is a lot of money. It's a down payment on most people's houses. Mm -hmm. Okay. So here's the next strategy. You go through your database for all of your past clients who have purchased homes. You go into the bright MLS or your MLS, whatever it is. You print out the sheet from when they bought the house. Okay. You then go and do a map search around their community, a real quick cursory um, uh, comp search of what houses are selling for in their neighborhood. Right. You then, with a red Sharpie, circle the price that they bought it at. And then at the bottom right, today houses in your neighborhood are selling at X. That's X dollars more. And just send it to them. Yeah. Just do that. That'll do the work for you. You're going to get phone calls. Hey, yeah. Kenny, I had no idea. My house has increased by potentially over $100,000 in two years. It has indeed. You know, we've been thinking that we needed a bigger house, but we didn't think we could afford it because everything's going up. But this actually changes things because we just checked how much we owe in the house and we actually owe $50,000 less because we were paying extra. So that would actually give us $150,000, which is a 10% down payment on that million dollar house that we really wanted to buy. Absolutely. Yeah. Oh, wow. Well, imagine that. Right. Yeah. Imagine that. Yeah. I mean, it, it does. Like you said, it does two things. Number one, you're bringing great value. Mm -hmm. um, but, you know, I think getting something in the mail that's different than just like a solicitation and you're mm -hmm. providing information, um, even if they don't have a problem, it starts to get the juices flowing. Yeah. Right. So I had a buyer uh, who purchased a home uh, less than two years ago, not somebody who I would expect to be looking to purchase another home already. Um, but, you know, just through our exercises and reaching out to our past clients, um, found out that he's decided that he uh, his relationship status is changing. His family is growing and he wants a bigger house and preferably something uh, on the water. Right. Mm -hmm. So, you know, by, by providing him with information about the fact that he does have equity, it gives him a way out of a home. You know, that yeah. hasn't been in that long <laughs> and he can make a profit and put it down on a new put a profit. Sorry, put a deposit down on a new home or typically. Right. That's not going to happen within two years, especially if Correct. you only put down 3%. Two years from now, you still don't have any, any equity, and it's probably going to cost you more to sell it uh, by the time you bring closing costs and mm -hmm. this and that. But right now is a perfect time for somebody who's looking to make, you know, that, that next step up to the bigger home and cash out, you know, on the equity of their current home, even if you've only been there for a couple of years. So that timing yeah. really couldn't have been better. Absolutely. Love it. Love it. Thank you for sharing that. Okay. So we've given them two actionable items. All right. Now, the third item, anybody that you know, that owns a home, do you know anybody that owns a home? 
couple. <coughs> Pardon me. Call them and have a conversation with them about what real estate plans they may have. Mm -hmm. Engage them in a conversation. Hey, Kenny, I know that you own a house and I'm just curious. I'm calling everybody that I know that owns a house. And with the real estate market being so crazy, as I'm sure you've seen in the news everywhere, do you have any real estate related plans this year? You'd be surprised how many people have plans. They've been talking about it. They've been thinking about it. Yeah. Okay. My wife and I have been talking about selling our house and buying another house for the last three years. Now, granted, I am the real estate professional in the house, so we're not going to have that conversation with another real estate professional. But imagine if you're not, and then somebody calls you and they're able to walk you through what's actually happening in the market and how that actually might work for you. You might right. just be thinking about it, but think that it's unrealistic. And then having that conversation and getting into a pointed dialogue around that, you can show them that there is a path to do exactly what they're doing, whether it be one of the items that we've just talked about or something else altogether different. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Right? How hard is that to do? How much money does that cost you to do? Nothing. All right. How much money has any of this stuff cost us to do that we've talked about so far? I mean, not much. I mean, maybe the letters is, you know, yeah. the most expensive item. How much is a stamp? How much is a stamp know? these days? I don't even know. It's a forever stamp. So forever is it stamps. forever the same price? <laughs> yeah. 45 cents a stamp, something like that. 47 something cents, like I think. That. Right. Okay. So 47 cents and also the time. Okay. So your time. All right. So there are some other things that can be done as well. And you touched on it briefly. Okay. However, people are afraid to do this. Okay. You can utilize the tools that we have. HomeSnap does it. Remind has it. I'm sure there are other tools out there where you can actually find out a potential likely to sell score for individuals. Okay. You can go into a neighborhood and you can begin to look for homes that might be for sale. Now, let me tell you some ninja level stuff. Okay. We're not just talking about reverse prospecting. Okay. Right. We use HomeSnap. If you open up HomeSnap, you can actually filter through while you're inside of a neighborhood, any houses that may be for sale, okay? So how about you get something printed up, a door hanger, and you start just actually doing the old school, knocking on doors, driving through the neighborhood and knock on a door that says, hey, they've got a high likely to sell score and you can gather some pretty good information and you can find out that it's Mr. and Mrs. Jones and you just knock on the door and say, hey, Mr. and Mrs. Jones, I'm so sorry to bother you. I was just in the neighborhood looking for houses that might be... Um, uh, for sale at some point soon, because I've got a bunch of clients that are interested in this community. And uh, I figured I would stop in and check with you. You don't by chance have any plans of selling your home anytime soon, do you? Maybe. Maybe, right? And if they're not there, you just leave that door hanger. Door mm -hmm. hanger can say something like, hey, I'm on the hunt for, home for homeowners looking to sell and cash in on their equity because we've got clients interested in this specific community. Yeah. You can even go a little further and do a short description about the clients that you have, because I guarantee you, you can find neighborhoods that have houses that are potentially going to be listed for sale that you have clients that are interested in those neighborhoods. Does that sound fair? Yeah. Right. Okay. So that's another way. All right. There are tools all around us. We just have to get back to doing some things that really, really work. Okay. And also the final one, when you're on social media, make your messaging around the fact that you actually are looking for people that want to sell their homes. Sounds simple, but just do it. Hey, by the way, everybody, in case I haven't told you, we need houses. Mm -hmm. The reason why is that there's only 270 houses for sale in the United States right now, and that is incredibly historically low. And there is such a pent up demand for houses. You have no idea how much equity you probably have in your house. 
interested in hearing more, please give me a call. Yeah. That's free too. All these ideas are pretty much free. Yep. Yep. Right. They're all great. And, um, you know, they're all tested. No one's all tested. You know, yep. we have plenty of data to support that. Um, what do you think is going to happen, you know, over the summer? What do you think is going to change with them? You think it's going to continue uh, to be as, uh, as, as severe of a, a housing shortage? Or do you think we're going to see more listings come on the market as we get into the spring? I think that you may see more houses come on the market as you see the interest rate go up uh, a bit more because you may see people finally saying, okay, before it's too late, I need to do it, right? Because there may be people saying, I'm going to wait, I'm going to wait, I'm going to wait. And then now they're realizing that they should probably do it. And just just FYI, like people out there that think that we're in a housing bubble, uh, we're not. We're not in a housing bubble. Like there's nothing in sight, even the interest rates rising, that is telling us that people are going to stop buying houses, okay? Right. 1977, interest rates were 20%. And guess what people were doing? Buying houses. Buying houses, okay? So don't let the interest rate be the thing that really gets you uh, twisted sideways, all right? So I don't see a change and you're going to have the house values continuing to go up and you're going to find a way. People are going to find ways to buy it. Banks are going to come up with ways to make sure that they can do it. Listen, in Canada, they have 50 year amortized mortgages. Wow. Yeah. Don't think that that won't happen here in the States. The banks will not stop earning their interest dollars. Mm -hmm. They may charge you more points. They may do things right. Like higher interest rate, whatever it might be to do that, but they're going to find a way to get you into these houses, even though the prices keep increasing. Mm-hmm. Now, second thing that I think everybody needs to be aware of is interest rates are really determined by the bond market. Okay. And so the Fed came out and announced that they were going to make a minimum of three to four interest rate hikes before the end of the year. And guess what that did? It sparked people to go and start buying the bonds. Okay. What did that do to the bond rate? It increased it. What has that now done? It's increased the interest rate. So technically, the interest rates right now are artificially inflated because we haven't actually seen an increase by the Fed. So here's my prediction, okay? My prediction is this. You're going to see when the Fed actually rises, another spike in those bond rates people are going to buy, and then you're going to see a bunch of people sell and cash in on the money that they made, and then you're actually probably going to see a decrease in the short term on those interest rates. So you're going to see them spike and then drop back down. We just went above four. I wouldn't be surprised when they make that first rate hike if you wouldn't see it as high as four and a half and then possibly back down under three just as quickly. Yeah. yeah. So you got to watch it. and You got to be aware. Yeah. And, you know, you also have to I will probably say for many people, they should run some scenarios. So 100%. if you know what your budget is, um, you know where rates are, uh, figure out if that's going to price you out. That might help motivate you to make a decision a little bit sooner. So if I had a home and I was thinking about selling I would sell right now. So that way I could take advantage of getting a rate, you know, as, as low as it could possibly be for, for my next purchase, as well right. as take advantage of the, the shortage and just excitement in the market right now, having mm-hmm. 10 offers, you know, um, on, on your property. But if you don't know what the difference in your payment is between a three and a half and a four and a half percent interest rate, you're really gambling a lot. I did the scenario for one of my clients and for their budget, the difference in the payment was about $1,200. Right. And so twelve hundred dollars more priced them out. It's like, listen, if we wait, you know, even until the summer, like I'll just wait or whatever. It's a really big gamble there, because now for that twelve, you know, if you could just make a decision right now in this scenario, they actually are renting. You know, so we're running a scenario about how much it will cost to end their lease a little bit early and what that's going to cost them versus 
paying $1,200 more for a mortgage over 30 years, what that's going to cost you. Mm -hmm. So some of these scenarios, you really might have to start to run. There are a lot of mortgage calculators online. Um, so if you just Google, you know, loan mortgage calculator, I would just focus on the principal and interest piece, you know, because yeah. that's going to help you get to your answers uh, quicker, just as far as the difference in the payment based upon the rates and just run some scenarios. So you know what you're dealing with. So as you see rates start to go up, like, you know what, we need to pull the trigger now. What I'll really focus on is being at least three months ahead of that. So, yeah. you know, you're not, you can't decide, you know, if you see rates went up today, oh, let's go buy a house because you're right. not locking the day that you start looking. You need to go get pre-qualified. You need to get out there. You might have to make a couple offers. Mm -hmm. It's going to take you 30, 45 days to get to closing, right? Um, and if you're thinking about new construction, that's something else to keep in mind is that new construction, you're not locking in your rate the day that you sign that contract to build a house. If it's going to nope. take them eight months to build this house, who knows what your rate is going to be by the time you're in a position that you can lock it. Yep. We are finding that some builders are doing, uh, some lenders are doing extended rate locks, but they're not going to lock it eight months out. They might no. lock, it, lock it 60, maybe 90. It's going to cost you. Um, but just, just be conscious and aware of your timing and, and, um, and your budget and how that relates to interest rates. That's right. You see that people, uh, Kenny is dropping knowledge and he's, helping his clients to understand what's happening in the market. Mm -hmm. All right. So listen, we're going to wrap this up with one last thing about how to find listings. Okay. And this one is the most basic thing that you could possibly imagine because we're all doing it subconsciously all the time. And it's just noticing things. Okay. If you're in a neighborhood and you're showing houses and you drive past and you see somebody with a dumpster, there's a good chance that they might be getting the house cleared out so that they can actually mm. sell that house. Okay. If you see all of a sudden a few work trucks out in front of a house, guess what? They might be sprucing it up so that they can get it ready to sell. Okay. Now at that point you might be too late because it might be the agent that's already told them that they need to do those things and they might already have an agreement, but start picking up on the clues that are around you all over the place, dumpsters, work trucks, Massive bags of trash out front because they're starting to clean things out, okay? New landscaping that might be out front. Whatever it is that you see that somebody is doing to their house, especially at this time of year because it's not quite spring yet, is going to be an indicator that there might be something going on. And don't be afraid to stop the car, get out of the car and say, hey, sir, ma'am, I see that you're doing a lot of work to your house. Yeah, You're not doing that by chance because you're thinking about selling, are you? Mm-hmm guess what? The answer might be yes. And say, well, wonderful. My name is Romeo Santos and I'm a real estate professional in the area with a ton of experience. And I would love to be your consultant and guide you through this process. Are you already working with somebody? No, I'm not. Could I be one of the people that you interview, please? When that time comes, ask for the business people. Yeah. Ask for it. All right. Rap stars. That's been our show. We dropped four nuggets on you that you could put into immediate action that are going to cost you no more than 47 cents per effort. So get out there and do it. Share your successes with us on our Facebook page, on our YouTube page, share them with us directly through our text message, through our Instagram and our social profiles. Let us know what's working for you. Let's be a community that pulls the listings out. We're elite. If we're doing this type of stuff, talking about this on a regular basis, you are not the average agent, if you were actually taking the time out of your day to listen to these types of podcasts. So rap stars, we're out. Kenny, it's been wonderful. Thank you. Peace.